Aloha nui kako, aveli na mai keia pukana o keia vahi podcast, o ihoi o mu kind things the podcast. I keia la, i kuka kuka na kako, i pili ana ina nina wa u i, or ina nina wa o ko, i nina wa kumai ai, um, no keia vahi podcast. Ano lai lai ho omaka na kako. Um, I hope I'm going to vow, make a hello, hello, Anna, Ina, Nina, Maka, Ola, Lo, Pelicania, Ime, Hikia, Oko, Pakahia, Pauke, Unuhi, Amau, Popopono, Ina, Nina, Akako, E, Kuka, Kuka, Anna, Ike, E, Kuka, Kuka, Anna, E, Piliana, Ike, Yala. No, Laila, um, what empathy looks like for Kanaka and how it differs from Haole. Malihini's becoming Hawaiian nationals, the history and how we can and how we can get back. I kind of like that. Malihini's becoming Hawaiian nationals. Uh, uh, maybe we'll address that one today. Tourism impact on homelessness. Kumulipo discussions on tourism as well. Sorry, those are two. Kumulipo discussions and discussions on tourism. The power of words versus the power of thoughts. I love that one. Everybody want to protect Vaya and Aina, which is great. But what about Ibi Kupuna? Also a great point, sis. Uh, we already talked about colonization and American values with traditional values. Mo'owahine, somebody said, entitled Hawaiians and why they think gatekeeping is bad. We talked about that in the last one. Moonkind things, trauma, drama, cleansing, normalizing Olalo Hawaii, another story, Mako Olalo Hawaii, and Oli for gathering herbs. So what I'm going to go with today is we are going to do, let's talk a little bit about tourism. I love Nui's question about tourism impact on homelessness. So we'll go with, let me write these down because I always forget tourism impact on homelessness let's talk about the ivi kupuna one because that's important too let's talk about power of words versus power of thoughts i love those three topics for today no laila come tourism impact on homelessness um i want to start by saying that things like homelessness which really is displacement right of hawaiians because uh as people of this aina it literally doesn't make any sense that any of our people should be without a space to shelter and feed themselves and sustain themselves really any native hawaiians any people of this aina should be i want to say thought of first oh it's so hard in today's politically correct world because like there's so many unpopular opinions that i have um, but I guess that's why you're here, right? Is because you're interested in them either picking them apart and talking shit about them with your friends or because you agree or because you just are here for a new perspective. So things like displacement from Aina, incar- super high incarceration rates for Native Hawaiians, drug addiction, poverty, sex work even, all of these things are direct results of colonization and uh, historical trauma and the generational trauma that we have suffered from and continue to deal with in our everyday lives as Native Hawaiians and people of this Aina. If you say that you are not, you don't have any like generational historical trauma as a Native Hawaiian, to be completely honest, either you're fucking lying or you just don't know because how is it possible to be a person that comes from this aina and to be a person that comes from our kupuna and have endured all of that intense intense um you know hanana oyeva and 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 not have any like if you really know what our people have been through um it's kind of hard to to just say it's all good 
it changes it stops here i mean that's the point right we all are about stopping breaking generational cycles and stopping and being aware of generational trauma and healing that because as a mom especially i'm like so much more aware now of how all each and every single trauma you do not heal gets passed on to your child automatically and it's like I guess I just didn't really understand that fully until I had my own child. And when I say generational trauma, I mean everything from um, yelling and swearing at your kids and giving them lickings to um, feeding our cakey things that aren't optimal for running their high energy systems. You know what I mean? Like all of these things are things that have been passed down, um, you know, being disconnected from our food systems, from our traditional food systems, from our and our barter systems, and being forced to most of us work a nine to five that leaves us hardly any time to be foraging and farming and preparing fresh meals for our families. Um, and so all of these things are interconnected. And obviously, they're all meant to be interconnected and keep us like I always talk about pushed within that system. So then you have to continue to go to the nine to five, you have to keep on getting the paycheck pretty much doing the same shit to feed your kids the same shit and feed yourself the same shit and then guess what now you have to go to the doctor and they have to give you a prescription for something that you have to pay another bill and then you got to keep going to the nine to five you know what i mean so it's like obviously a whole system that clearly has worked out very well for colonizers because they are the ones that are like living their best fucking life and profiting and exploiting off of hawaiian language land and culture so when we talk about tourism impact on homelessness it's talking about like number one the most obvious one is all of those places where these big resort spaces and rich people airbnbs especially are being built um and like developed and and utilized for tourism accommodations and lodging are obviously all spaces that could be housing our people and I don't mean no quote-unquote affordable housing where it's like not like who the fuck is it affordable for right but I'm talking about like um transitioning spaces where our people that are going from homeless to getting back on their feet you know like providing resources and spaces and places and like Pu'uhonua like Pu'uhonua White and I and what they have going on is so amazing because it's really a solid community of Kanaka that are displaced from Aina over there. Um, so it's like in the obvious ways of tourists coming here and, and taking up literal space. But then also like when tourists come here and they cater, not cater, and um, they like the types of experiences they build their, their vacations around are things like fucking surfing and Kualoa Ranch and, you know, all of that kind of shit where it's like, um, I don't know how to explain like the economy and the economic majority of the economy is pushed by tourism dollars right now that doesn't mean that Hawaii relies on tourism it just means that the current situation in which we're in shows Hawaii um like I said relying on tourist dollars and it's fucking stupid like there's so many other um markets i guess there's so many other ways that hawaii as a place could generate money but then it's like it's not even about that right it's not even about generating money it's about feeding our people it's about having letting our people have spaces that they feel that they can really call home 
tourism impact on homelessness is also stuff like gentrification and homeless sweeps right it's also things like the police going downtown and like literally packing up every not even packing it up making you pack up every single thing that you have in your entire life into a freaking box and moving it down the street or it's like the weather sorry i'm getting carried away okay but police obviously right like in places like town they do these sweeps often because they don't want it to look a certain way for tourists and it's like totally everything in hawaii is just to fuck not everything in hawaii i'm sorry everything in hawaii is just to cater to tourists but everything in hawaii is like we don't need that shit you know what i mean but it's hard it's hard to get people to understand that and it's hard to get and it's like that's why for me i'm always so kalele on the makiano helahui like everybody needs to be in their own spaces because not everybody's space is at the capital being a fucking politician understanding the laws not everybody's space is on the front lines you know like some people aren't built for the capital and some people aren't built for the front lines and it's okay because we need everybody in all the different spaces and places in between in order for us to to lanakila makiano helahui uh, so tourism impact on homelessness also could look like, like I said, gentrification of spaces and development. To me, it's like really about the development and taking up physical spaces and like the sweeps that, that all contribute to this fucking romanticized, like prostituted um, version of Hawaii that's just really not real. You know what I mean? this whole vlogger influencer paradise of hawaii that's just not real it's a fake construct and if it's your reality then you haven't dug deep enough into hawaii and if you have then you're a piece of shit for knowing about hawaii's history and 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 the the current state of hawaii and still choosing to do shitty stuff like that so that is tourism impact on homelessness the other one we're going to talk about today is so somebody said everybody want to protect vai and aina which is great but what about ivi kupuna so like I just said, I felt like that's a great tie-in into what I just said because right we need all of these different people and that's the problem why we can never get our shit together as Hawaii because of that ama crab situation right we're always trying no well this one well federal recognition well fuck fed rec we want to just be a sovereign nation well what about if we you know what i mean it's like we can never disagree on one thing and that's why the u.s always wins and prevails is because it's a million different voices saying different things and they're like whatever instead of a million voices saying the same thing which is free hawaii which is really what we're all going for right um so somebody else said also okay sorry so let's go back to ibi kupuna so people need to also you know i know people that deal with ibi kupuna but also uh, you know sis i really just want to say like some people are just not built for ibi kupuna work and that's okay um that they are you know what i mean like like i said we just need like you're not okay let me share a story uh from mauna kea that i remember that that kind of makes me think about this i remember when we were on the mona in 2015 and we were building in ahu 
And then Ahu um, is a form or version of a heyao, basically. So when you look at the word heyao linguistically, hei means to like pull in all these different things. We know about the, the, the string hei, right? So hei is like ensnaring. And then o is like can be used for many, you know, you can break this word down in many different ways, but this is the way I break it down. So hey is in grabbing, ensnaring, pulling in. And then o is like a current or a time or a period. So when you're talking about hey, yo, you're ensnaring these 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 snippets of moment in time and storing it. So to me, a heyo and an ahu are basically these centers that carry high, high energy and that carry lots of mana that are stored in them periodically over time and that can be built up and right, that's that that makes sense why it would be a place of worship for our kupuna. So heyo and ahu and we were building an ahu uh, in 2015 on the mauna and long story short, there was an uncle there that, it, like I said, ahu building is just not for everybody it's it's very spiritual energetic work and you have to be very 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 careful when you're in situations like this to keep your palate up and keep your guard up at all times um and this uncle just wasn't really familiar with the need to veil familiar with the need to pale himself so he didn't and he took on a lot of kaumaha and and like heavy shit that was just built up in that ahu space um and that's all i'm gonna s like share about that incident but yeah you have to be very careful when you do that kind of work so that brings me back to ivi kupuna not everybody is made to do that kind of work so if you're called to do work with ivi kupuna listen to that because your kupuna are telling you you can handle this you're built for this you know take a look back in your mooko ho and see if your kupuna were were kiai of evi if your kupuna were important or if somewhere along the line there was a situation because for me that's what i feel i don't even need to look for specific examples because i know in my mokuaha my my people my ohana were were kiai were ko were vahine ko so um it's like I, for me, I just find a lot of answers in my kupuna. I find a lot of answers and comfort in my kupuna. So it's like, if that's what my kupuna did, then I feel comfortable and I feel connected to them when we do the same things, right? So if you're feeling called to Ivi kupuna, dive into that. If you're feeling called to, to you know, nohoopuni, call, call, tap into all of that. Listen to those messages. Receive those messages. Um, the last one for today, talking about words versus thought. Te mana kaleo, you know, no keola, ikaola no kamake. We know for a fact that our words have power. We also know for a fact, we don't know for a fact, but we also know that our thoughts have power, right? And the the positive and negative thoughts that we think are often a reflection of our own ego projections all of those things right so when we think about i don't know to me it's like it's one okay in hawaiian culture it's one thing to think something and then it's a totally different thing to to speak it into existence i guess in like western or even eastern culture you know like today's like um meditation mindfulness 
all of that kind of manifestation vibes it's like that's telling us that thoughts are very important but then like to take it up the next notch then you make like a vision board and to take it up the next notch you do daily affirmations right so all of these things build upon each other the daily affirmations the vision board the manifestation within your mind the acting as though you already are in that lifestyle as as if you're already in that timeline um all of those things enhance each other right and build up upon each other and so when we're talking about word power of words versus power of thought it's like um in our culture in hawaiian culture your thoughts you can think what you got to think but when you speak it is when it becomes reality so it's interesting right again there's another alignment there within what we're experiencing in today's timeline versus what our kupuna of 17 18 1900s were experiencing um I'm super interested to learn more about like pre-contact, pre-even pa'au, pre-pa'au Hawaii. Does anybody have any good books you can point me towards or any like good resources you can point me towards about pre-pa'au Hawaii? Because I am interested in that. I've been, I've been revisiting Tale of the Night Rainbow lately, so. So yeah, that's today's podcast. We are going to go actually up to the Kahawai and Ho'omana again today um so I'm gonna get ready to go in a little bit I just wanted to hop on and drop a quick podcast and answer all those awesome questions and great suggestions that you guys had so yeah no laila mahalo nui no koho olohe ana mai ahui ho kako ahiki i kava kupono